Hi, I'm Sam Waugh from NIU STEM Outreach, and this is the Sound of Science on WNIJ. I'm joined in the studio by Kate Powers, who will help answer a question submitted to us by Elisa. Hi, Sam. Elisa has a question about a spectacular natural phenomenon that occurs right in our own backyard. Elisa asks, why do starling birds join up in those large groups and swoop around in the sky? It's an awesome sight. When starlings group up together like that and move in unison, we call it a murmuration. You can see those murmurations at dusk during the colder months, usually over a meadow or a farm field. I've seen those groups of birds. I didn't realize it was a specific type of bird that created those shapes. Yeah, starlings are a very common bird. However, they're native to Europe, and so are an invasive species here. How they found their way to America is a pretty strange story. Back in the 19th century, a Shakespeare enthusiast in New York City decided that all the birds mentioned in Shakespeare's works to be or not to be should be present in America. So he released starlings and a few other types into Central Park. So from a few birds in Central Park, we now have clouds of starlings flying over the Midwest. You still haven't answered the question as why the birds fly in those formations. Well, the birds are long-distance travelers, flying up to 30 miles from their home roost each day. During the evening, they begin the journey back to their preferred roosting spot. As they travel, they join up with other birds headed back to the same spot. The flocks get larger and larger, providing warmth and security during the chilly autumn night. So it's evening rush hour for birds. But how do they manage to fly so close without bumping into each other? And how do they know when to turn and swoop? That's the real question. A few years back, a computational biologist did research on murmurations and discovered that each bird is paying attention to exactly seven of its closest neighbors, maintaining a constant distance and speed in relation to the others. But there are still so many questions about how the birds communicate or make decisions as a flock. Thanks for your question, Elisa. And please keep them coming to STEM Outreach at NIU.edu. This has been the Sound of Science on WNIJ. We learn something new every day.